right, let's take a look back at what happened over the past year in the United States. I don't, even, I don't know if we can cover all of that in just a few minutes' time, but our Global News Washington correspondent, Reggie Giacchini, is going to give it a try because we still have to catch up on stuff that happened in the past week. Good morning, Reggie. Good morning. Okay, so I know I need. I learned last week I have to be as specific as possible when we're talking about the Donald Trump stories. So the Donald Trump and the main presidential ballot story, what is that one about? So this one uh, is, is similar to what we had talked about last time with Donald Trump and the Colorado case in that the state has now moved forward in blocking him uh, from being on the ballot for the upcoming primary uh, in March of 2024. It's, it's a decision that's now on pause because there's likely going to be um, an appeal by the Trump team to the courts in Maine and possibly up to the U.S. Supreme Court. But this is now the second time that we've seen the former president uh, blocked from appearing on a primary and it is sparking fierce backlash interestingly enough from both sides of the political aisle in what way well we have republicans very clearly saying that this is something that is is undemocratic and this is unfair to donald trump but you have some uh, some democrats who are coming out including democrats from maine who were on the impeachment committee for donald trump uh to say that this isn't something that the courts should be involved with and that it ultimately should be up to the people of the state to decide whether or not they want trump to appear on the ballot now big picture here simi it's worth pointing out that this is all likely going to wind up before the Supreme Court, and it all has to do with the primaries. But the question is, whatever the Supreme Court does, is it going to be narrow? And then ultimately, when Trump, if Trump is 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 the nominee for the Republican Party, does a new challenge come up to say, look, he's now the the official nominee? Can we try to disqualify him long, you know, after the the primary process is over? Okay, so there's that story. Also, let's talk about what happened with Nikki Haley this week, the Republican presidential candidate. Where, I mean, come on, you, you should have a good answer for a question well, like this. I mean, you should, especially if you're Nikki Haley, who in 2015 was 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 receiving high praise as the Republican governor of South Carolina for championing a move to remove the Confederate flag from the state house in her state. I mean, this was a moment that again received bipartisan. Uh, uh, pushback, but also bipartisan praise. Uh, and then when she's asked the question at a town hall in New Hampshire as to what started the Civil War, her response is is a little bit bananas. I mean, I think the cause of the Civil War was basically how government was going to run, the freedoms and what people could and couldn't do. What do you think the cause of the Civil War was? Thank you. And then in the year 2023, what do you want me to say about slavery? What do you want me to say about slavery? Boy, I cannot imagine that answer going worse for her. I mean, and, and you had other Republicans like Ron DeSantis come out and, and slam the response. Uh, you had the president of the United States put out a tweet to say, it was about slavery. And you now have Nikki Haley in cleanup mode to say, yes, of course, this is about slavery, but we're also talking about what it is now. This is this is a big and a bad moment for somebody who has been climbing significantly yes. in the polls and is now second behind Donald Trump in New Hampshire ahead of its primary uh, in January. Uh, quite the self-inflicted wound. OK, so one of the big stories of the past year had to do with those Chinese spy balloons. Reggie, I understand there's an update on that. 
There's a couple of updates on this. There is some reporting that suggests that the White House knew about this spy balloon long before that it was across the United States and that there was an attempt by the White House to keep it secret. And in fact, they went to um, one of the the highest kind of secretive um, intelligence courts to try and, and get information on it, but not release that publicly. The White House is pushing back on that. But there is reporting that they knew about this. There's second reporting here about the spy balloon that it may have actually connected to a U.S. company's, you know, internet uh, system to be able to push back high bits of information back to China. Now, the company is not being named. They're they're saying, look, this didn't happen. It didn't connect to us. But again, it is kind of raising that question here of what did China get when they had this balloon that they still call a weather balloon over the United States? And have any of the gaps that this balloon exposed in the intelligence gathering services in the United States being closed. This could be something that comes back to dog this president uh, as he runs towards the White House again for 2024. Oh boy, so much for us to talk about in 2024. Reggie, thank you. And listen, Happy New Year. Thanks and Happy New Year to you as well.